welcome back to another episode of Greater Greener Georgia. I'm Alexis, and today we're talking all about the Georgia legislative session. A lot has gone down in the past couple of months here in Georgia, where state legislators have had the opportunity to pass lots of legislation that will impact Georgians all over the state. As I'm sure you can imagine, while a lot of these bills are really great and helpful towards our environment and people, a lot of bills introduced were also pretty detrimental to the causes we're fighting here at GCV. To give us the full rundown, I got to chat with Doug Teeper, our policy manager here at Georgia Conservation Voters. He spent basically every single day of the legislative session in the Georgia Capitol talking with legislators and making sure they were advocating for the bills that would help our environment thrive. He's had a lot of experience doing this before and gave me a great summary of the highs and lows that occurred during the session. Let's take a listen to my conversation with him now. Hi, my name is Doug Teeper and I am the policy manager at Georgia Conservation Voters. Policy manager is a fancy title for the lobbyists. Um, so I get to go down to the Georgia legislature and um, try to um, uh, promote good policy for the people of the state of Georgia. Um, one other thing, uh, my background and the reason I'm one of the reasons I'm here is I actually served in the Georgia House of Representatives for 16 years um, back in around the 1990s. So I kind of have a background in how a bill becomes a law. Let's kick it off on a good note. Now that the session has been over for a couple of days, what would you say are some of the highlights or the good, either bills that passed or bills that we stopped that were kind of like a good outcome from this session? Well, let's let's start off with, um, we tried to guess before the session kind of what some of our priorities would be. And one of the main things we wanted to do was create what's called an environmental caucus. And we wanted uh, folks who were uh, legislators who were interested in environmental issues, we wanted them to have kind of a safe place or a meeting place to get together. We wanted it bipartisan, meaning Republicans and Democrats, and it, we wanted it bicameral. We wanted it both in the House and the Senate. Um, very quickly, we discovered that that would be this goal was a little difficult to achieve. Um, we have some wonderful uh, supporters, both in the House and the Senate, but we wanted really it to be bipartisan. So we were trying to be smart about that. Also, it turns out to be what's called a caucus. You have to get approval of the leadership in the House and the Senate, meaning the speaker and the lieutenant governor have to sign off. It turns out uh, they were not as um, um, willing to actually create a new caucus. Um, but the punchline to the whole story is on the last day of the session, a chairman in the House, a Republican from the coast of Georgia, came over to us and said that he'd like to create a subcommittee in his committee that works on environmental issues. So we are, uh, for a two-year legislative session, we look like we're halfway there. So we're kind of excited about the fact that one of our big priorities um, is something that we'll continue to work on. Right, because even though this year's session is over, all of the state representatives are elected for two years. So they'll all be back in January to continue what we've been working on, right? That, that's right. It's a two-year legislative session. So um, both state House members and state senators all have two-year terms. 
Um, all the bills that they dropped in, even if they didn't get a hearing or get a vote in committee or didn't pass one of the chambers, they are technically still alive. So uh, some of us will be working on that over the interim. The public um, will be working on it. They'll be contacting their legislators. And we're going to talk about a couple of those bills in a minute here. But so, yes, yeah, so we've got um, another uh, year and a half to work on it. Yeah. And so then next year, I guess we'll have some kind of an environmental subcommittee, which is really exciting. That's right. And so, yeah, let's kind of switch to talk about bills that actually did pass. Um, are you able to tell us about any of the good things that Georgians can see coming their way maybe in the near future? One of the hot issues was something called electric vehicles, EVs for short. And there was a study committee last summer and fall that was made up of some fairly powerful members of the House and the Senate, as well as the chairperson of the Public Service Commission and the commissioner of the Department of Transportation. So it was a very powerful committee trying to react to the federal government putting lots of money into electric vehicles. So there was what was called the um, Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill in, in the U.S. Congress, as well as the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. This provided millions and millions of dollars for the states to try to prepare infrastructure for electric vehicles. And when we talk about infrastructure, we're talking about, for the most part, charging stations. If we're all transitioning from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles, we need to make sure when we're driving down the highway, we've got a place to recharge. So this is a multi-billion dollar effort across the United States to make sure that we can um, engage in this great technological transition that seems to be happening across the world. One of those bills, uh, there was a bill in the House and a bill in the Senate, and the two main authors, one senator and one House member, they ultimately came up with a bill. And what that does, among other things, is when you go to charge your vehicle at a public charging facility, uh, you'll have to pay a tax <laughs> mm -hmm. per kilowatt hour. Um, but um, the, the, the theory being that um, all of us who drive a car that runs on gasoline, we pay a gasoline tax. And that tax is supposed to go to fix roads and bridges. And so the legislature said, well, just because you're driving an electric vehicle, you should still have to pay a tax to fix the roads and bridges. And that kind of makes definitely some sense. So um, the, the bill determined that we would be paying per kilowatt hour. Um, originally, the tax was going to be the highest in the country. And Georgia conservation voters involved with some of our other friends uh, were able to lower that tax so that um, it would not act as a disincentive to buy electric vehicles. So we're very happy about that. That was a big win for the uh, environmental community. Yeah, that's great. I mean, electric vehicles are very obviously the future, and it's really cool that Georgia has become a leader. But yeah, were there any other good bills you wanted to mention that passed? The one other bill I want to mention that might have snuck by without a lot of people noticing, 10 o'clock on the last night of the session, uh, there was a bill that some of us referred to as the right to fish. Um, this is a controversial issue that's been around for 40, 50 years. And the question is, when a stream or a creek goes through somebody's property, 
who owns that stream and that creek? Can people put a barbed wire fence across it so that people who might be kayaking or floating down the creek or fishing, um, are they allowed to go through it? And uh, it has been the um, subject of a number of lawsuits. And there was a recent lawsuit, which was settled by the state of Georgia, by the attorney general's office. And a lot of fishermen and sports people and just um, people who like to you know, go in the water in the creeks and streams, they were very upset about the settlement. So on the last night of the legislature, we were able to substitute a bill and it passed through the House by basically two votes. And I'm glad to say that Georgia Conservation Voters was supporting the bill. So we were able to barely pass it the House and then it has to go over to the Senate. Well, time was running out. It was all very dramatic. There were 30-something bills in the Senate that were all waiting to be voted on. And uh, the uh, right to fish bill got over into the Senate and it passed at 12.07 a.m. on Thursday, which technically still allows it to pass. And it is sitting on the governor's desk. So for those who uh, want the, the people of Georgia to own the waters of Georgia, this was a big uh, success. Yeah, that's crazy. And congratulations on those huge wins. It's really exciting. And I know how crazy it gets in the final hours of the session. So yeah, congratulations. So let's well, also talk about some of the bills that we're not looking too good that you and our coalition were able to stop from getting to the governor's desk. So so it was wonderful. Um it turns out for those of us who are promoting solar energy as an alternative to coal burning power plants, there were a number of bills that would have beat up on solar energy. So uh, there was one, and these are a little tricky. Um, there have been some what's called bad actors in the solar industry. These were flim flam artists who go out into communities literally door to door and knock on uh, people's doors trying to sell them multi-thousand dollar systems on their roofs, solar systems. And some of these people take deposits and never show up again. Um, other people put equipment on people's roofs and it doesn't work. And um, some folks dropped in a bill that said anybody who wanted to install solar rooftop panels would have to be get a permit from the Georgia Public Service Commission. Well, as we know at Georgia Conservation Voters, the Georgia Public Service Commission has not been friendly to solar power. We did, even though we don't want bad actors, we didn't want the Public Service Commission to regulate them. And there was a um, great effort collectively by people in the uh, good, good players in the solar industry, um, uh, friends in the environmental community, and we all testified against this bill and the committee that it went to, the chairman and the committee determined that this was not the way to do it. And so that bill died. So there are ways to protect citizens, either through the um, uh, the attorney general's office. We've got laws against fraud. So we'll try to protect our citizens the best we can. But we decided that the Public Service Commission was not the place to regulate solar energy. There were uh, a number of what's called preemption bills that everybody needs to know about. Uh, that's when local communities want to do good environmental stuff. So um, there were a number of bills, some of which uh, snuck through. Um, I'll give you the best example. There's what was called the leaf blower bill. 
And what that was, was a uh, law that said that no local communities, cities or counties could ban uh, gas powered leaf blowers. And um, it kept jumping up. Um, uh, somebody would have a bill and, it, and other people would attach these bills onto it. And at one point there was one moving in the house and one moving in the Senate and we kept fighting it. And uh, they were able to pass a, a smaller version of it, but we were successful in stopping some of the worst parts of that bill. So that was that was some bad news that the um, preemption bill on leaf blowers actually is sitting on the governor's desk. But we made it a little bit better than it was. That's um, great. OK, one other bad news bill. Uh, not it was a good bill, but it didn't mm -hmm. pass when I say bad news was um the Okefenokee Swamp, which is a international treasure that's based down in South Georgia. Um, it's a really interesting ecosystem with a number of endangered species. And um, we don't want mining companies to be mining around it. We're concerned about them um, possibly puncturing the groundwater or the levee that holds in the swamp. There's all kinds of problems. It's a very sensitive ecosystem. And we had a bill that um, would actually prevent uh, any amendments or extensions on the mining that's being proposed down there. And we had a tough time. The um, we had a bill that was bipartisan. It was not. It was signed by 91 members of the House, both Republicans and Democrats. And the bill never got a hearing or a uh, vote in the House Natural Resources Committee. There's a proposal that's pending before the Georgia Environmental Protection Division to start some preliminary mining on what's called Trail Ridge, which is right next to the Okefenokee Swamp. And we're waiting for the state of Georgia to make a determination on that. But we're disappointed that we didn't have the opportunity to have a vote on that bill. So uh, there's a chance it'll still come back next year, I guess, then, right? Yes, there is. Yes, there mm -hmm. is. And we're um, that's an opportunity for the public to engage uh, the governor, the lieutenant governor, all of our elected officials to say that the Okefenokee Swamp is a international treasure and we should protect it with everything we've got. So yeah. we still have an opportunity to do that. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to get that one done next year. Okay, there was one other one, which is an interesting issue, which is called, um, it's got a dumb name, it's called Soil Amendments. And what that has to do with giant chicken processing plants in Georgia have all this waste. And in some cases, it could almost be called hazardous waste. And these companies want to dump it somewhere. So they've been driving around the state of Georgia and telling farmers that this would be good fertilizer or what they call soil amendments. And it turns out they've been dumping it on these fields. Sometimes when it rains, all this waste runs off into the streams and creeks and ultimately into the rivers. And we have fish kills and it's just a terrible system. We had a bill to try to deal with that, but we weren't able to pass a bill to actually regulate it uh, like we wanted to do. And let me mention one other bill that got introduced very late in the mm -hmm. session. And it has to do with one of our favorite subjects at, at Georgia Conservation Voters, which is Plant Vogel. Yeah. And this was a um, resolution that basically says that the people of Georgia, especially the customers who pay Georgia Power, should not have to pay for all the cost overruns 
and the time overruns in the billions of dollars, which uh, Georgia Power and the Public Service Commission is going to ultimately try to make us pay for. And so this bill had a whole lot of signatures in the Senate. It was bipartisan, but it was introduced too late to have much effort on. So we're hoping to work on that over the interim and bring it up um, next year. And But we also have, whenever the rate case comes up at the Georgia Public Service Commission, we can point to this bill as showing that the legislature is interested in that its citizens not pay for mistakes that Georgia Power made when they were building Plant Vogel. I think that's some of the highlights and the lowlights so far. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I guess kind of taking a step back from, you know, the actual bills and everything, just thinking about the session as a whole and how your past couple of months have been, what, what are you kind of walking away from this session thinking about? What are your next goals or how do you feel everything went? Well, it's, it's like most legislative sessions, it's good news and bad news. Uh, it turns out we have a lot more friends than we realized. They're bipartisan. They're in both chambers. Uh, the bad news is there's plenty of bad ideas out there that will be introduced as legislation, and the whole public has to be aware of this, and we have to make sure we contact our legislators, both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives. We, we have to let them know. There's over a 1,000 pieces of legislation that are introduced it's very hard for our elected officials to keep up with everything. And that's why the it's so important for the public uh, to be aware of these bills that are going through or these bad ideas and good ideas. And we have to make sure our elected officials are aware of them. And that's kind of what our job here at Georgia Conservation Voters is, is to help the public make their elected officials know what is happening. More importantly, we need everybody out there to stay involved in Georgia Conservation Voters. We'll try to provide you the tools and the information, but you are the most important part of this job. It makes my job easier uh, down at the Capitol and talking to elected officials when local people are talking to their elected officials. It's not just the lobbyists talking to them. It's actually their constituents talking to them. Mm -hmm. So please continue to stay involved and stay active. It's always a pleasure getting to speak with Doug and hear all about his work with GCV. Talk about really being on the ground and getting things done for our state. Like he said, just because the session is over doesn't mean our work is. We still need you to stay involved in the fight for our environment. And luckily, we have a few easy and fun ways for you to do that in the upcoming near future. On Thursday, April 20th, we're unveiling a mural in the Summerhill neighborhood of Atlanta and kicking off our Earth Day celebration. Come join us at noon to check out the brand new mural and learn all about how the community of Summerhill is fighting for environmental justice. Also on that Thursday, the 20th, we're hosting a virtual phone blitz to call the Public Service Commission. Georgia Power has proposed yet another increase on your bills to cover their fuel costs, and we're fighting back. Georgia Power continues to make record profits year after year, and it's time for them to stop unnecessarily jacking up our bills in the name of more profit. Join us at 7 p.m. on the 20th to call into the PSC and say, don't raise my bill. Then on Saturday, April 22nd, which is the actual day of Earth Day, we're throwing an Earth Day after party. And yes, this is truly going to be a party. 
at 6 p.m. at Atlantucky Brewery on the west side of Atlanta. We're going to be dancing, eating, hanging, and celebrating alongside Sierra Club, Arm in Arm for Climate, and Georgia Beyond Coal. Come join us. You definitely don't want to miss this party. Check out our social media at GC Voters to learn more about these awesome events, and we hope to see you there. Thanks so much for tuning in to Greater Greener Georgia, and we'll be back soon. Bye.